what's happening everyone oh it's been a while since i've done this and we are four days yeah that's right four days till christmas um but and tlc was today as well hope everyone enjoyed that show i thought it was pretty damn good myself uh weird ass ending didn't expect to see grown man fry clearly it wasn't a grown man it was a dummy but Let's just suspend our disbelief for a minute and we watched a grown man fry. But what else happened at TLC was Sasha Banks once again successfully defended a SmackDown Women's Championship. And she's the topic of my video today. She is she's in everything at the moment. She's the SmackDown Women's Champion. We're heading into Rumble slash Romania season. She's just like the mandalorian season finale just wrapped up and she was a big part in that um she's everywhere at the moment and that's that's impressive it doesn't matter which way you slice it or dice it that's really impressive so um she's 28 she's 28 she'll be 29 in january so theoretically she's not even in her prime yet not even in her athletic prime and she's already achieved so, so, so much in what you would probably consider a relatively short career thus far. It's like when she walked into NXT in 2012. Um, so what's that? Eight, not even nine years ago. Uh, that's phenomenal. I don't care who you are or what you <clears throat> think about her. That's actually really impressive um so yeah 2012 she walked into angst by 2015 she was champ she didn't just pin any old joe to become champ either she beat charlotte uh in a match that involved bailey and becky lynch so if you're winning a title within three years of being in a major like development setup slash promotion and you're winning a match that involves those other three women that are you know classified as three of the best ever then you're in good company from the get-go um and look the roster at that time wasn't exactly wafer thin like the roster also had people like alexa bliss oscar billy Kay, Leva bates dana brooke carmella tenille dashwood who was emma Liv morgan nia Jax, peyton royce like those sort of names were on nxt's roster there was a few others you know Aaliyah was there at the time uh cameron from what was the funkadactyls back then was there as well um so the roster was not wafer thin and yeah she she was champ she was champ she defended it twice against charlotte she beat she beat charlotte for it and then defended it twice against charlotte so that in itself without all the other stuff is impressive really impressive and you know she also beat alexa bliss she also beat becky lynch to retain the title so even though she was only a one-time nxt champion that is ridiculous ridiculously good and then even the match that she lost her title in everyone knows about it 2015 nxt match of the year some would say 2015's match of the year period to a lot of people you know the takeover brooklyn match with bailey um it's arguably to this day 
the greatest NXT women's match in history. Arguably. Arguably the greatest NXT women's match. You could argue that match or the match that happened at the next takeover, which was the, the first ever women's 30-minute Iron Woman match. You know, at that time, it was the first Iron Woman match in women's WWE history. Um, it was also the longest women's match in history. I, I don't know. It still might be. I don't know the actual answer to that. Um, but, yeah, that, that's really, really ridiculously impressive. Like, <laughs> crazy. Uh, but you just look at a resume. Uh, one-time NXT champion. Five-time, 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 five-time. Raw Women's Champion. Two-time tag team champion. She was the first ever tag team champion. Um, fourth ever Women's Triple Crown champion. Third ever Women's Grand Slam champion. 2015 Match of the Year with Bailey at Brooklyn. And one-time and current SmackDown Women's Champion. That is absolutely stacked resume and as i said 28 not even 29 yet oh man that's impressive um but as good as all that is he has had knocks detractors all this sort of fun stuff not because of her in-ring ability but because of the booking of the woman you know, she's long been seen as... You know, there's always this debate with the four horsewoman. Who's the best? Who's the worst? What's, you know, what's one, two, three, four? Blah, 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 blah. And what, whatever it is, what it is. Um, some people put Sasha at number one. Some people put Sasha at number four. Some people have her in the middle. It's really up to interpretation, personal preference, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the fact that she was... Her first, as I said, she was five-time Raw Women's Champion. Never, ever defended it. Ever. Ever. Five times she's won it. Five times she lost it on the first try at defending. That's, that's ridiculous booking. Like, why would you do that to someone so talented? But they did, in their defense, they turned it into a bit of a story arc this year, which was fine. You know, the first half of this year, Sasha and Bailey were like the queens of um, empty arena shows. Like, while, while Roman wasn't there, they carried SmackDown. They made SmackDown as much watch as Roman is making SmackDown what, must watch now for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like, they were carrying a whole brand um and that's unheard of for women um to, to me that's a good thing between those two and the way they played off michael cole around wrestlemania season two especially it was really 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 amazing stuff um it's just a credit to the work that, that she puts in or they put in and it it elevated them both to a level that sort of people you know didn't expect um, well, people could have gone into this weird sort of lull throughout 2020, those two elevated, and that was cool. Um, um, but yeah, she finally defended a singles title on the main roster. She won the title off Bailey at Hell in a Cell, then she defended it 
on SmackDown, I think it was two weeks after that, um, finally breaking that drought. They didn't make too much of a... <clears throat> excuse me they didn't make too much of a, a big deal about it which was kind of frustrating um i thought they could have made a bit more of a big deal about it but they didn't so it is what it is um as i said like featured speaking role in the mandalorian we're not talking this little itty bitty in the background role like a featured role like she did a tornado ddt in the finale that is just ridiculous so impressive so impressive now, that's why she has so many as people call them stands like people just love the woman and you can see why but the biggest knock on Sasha still and will be for a while until they book it out of her and I don't know. It's open for interpretation. Let me know in the comments below what you think. But she's never won. Never, ever, ever. She's 0 and 5 at WrestleMania. Never won a match at Mania. Never. Never, ever. To me, that is disgusting. Look at Charlotte. She ended Asuka's undefeated streak. Won at WrestleMania 32 in the triple threat, which Sasha should have won, by the way. Um, beat Rhea last year, or this year, sorry. So that's three that I can think of. There might be more for Charlotte. Bailey defended this year in the Fatal 4-Way. Bailey defended at 33 in a Fatal 4-Way elimination match, pinning Charlotte. So there's at least two for Bailey that I can think of. Um... And Becky Lynch, she won the triple threat last year. She beat Shayna this year. There's at least two that I can think of for Becky. So at the three horsewomen have a, the other three horsewomen have at least at least two WrestleMania wins on their resume. Charlotte has three that I can think of. Sasha has none. Zero. Does that does that take away everything she's accomplished so far? That, does does that define who she is as a talent, or like does that define what her achievements? I I, I don't know. I really don't know. You know, you, let let's look at Sasha's WrestleManias. At thirty two, she was in a triple threat with Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Yes, Charlotte pinned Becky Lynch, but you know. Sasha was in the match. She didn't win. 33, Charlotte eliminated Banks in the Fatal 4-Way Elimination match in which Bailey retained. 34, she was eliminated from the Battle Royal by Bailey. Finished third overall. Naomi won. So that's Norton 3. Uh, 35, Billy Kay pinned Bailey and they lost the women's tag titles. She went on a bit of a holiday after that. And then this year, she was eliminated by Lacey Evans in the five-way, sorry. It was a five-way elimination match in which Bailey retained. So that's that's Norton 5. But what... If, as I read them out, what is the common denominator with all those five matches? 
they are all multi-person matches. Multi-person. Sasha Banks, as good as she is, as much as her resume says she's amazing, has never been trusted or put in a position with a big-time featured one-on-one matchup at WrestleMania. How insane is that? That is just mind-blowingly insane. I can't believe that 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 happens. I can't believe that that is what happens. It is ludicrous. Ludicrous. But as I stated, does she deserve to have her Norton 5 record held against her? I don't believe so personally. But are there people out there that do? Potentially. I don't know. You know, do, do they even have plans moving forward for her this year? Or next year, sorry. In regards to, you know, is she going to be champion leading into WrestleMania? Is she going to hold the title until Mania? Who knows? Are they going to position... Are they going to have a SmackDown superstar win the Rumble and position that as a main feud moving forward? Do they know? Who knows? The booking is that bad these days. No one knows. It's almost like we're at the point with what they used to say in, in creative meetings. That Vince would walk in and go, what's next for Cena? And then everything else was just whatever. It's almost like we're at that point now with Roman Reigns. What's next for Roman? And then everything else is just fodder. So, I don't personally think her Norton 5 record should be held against her or detract away from what she's achieved thus far, plain and simply because she hasn't had a legit one-on-one style match at Mania. Which leads me to question if they're going the route that a lot of people think and I did for the longest time, but now I'm not so sure. If they are going the route of Banks versus Belair at Mania, can Banks afford to go Norton 6 and her first featured match, one-on-one featured match, be a loss? Can she afford that? But on the flip side, could Belair afford the same thing? You know, if they do that match, are they booking themselves into a bit of a corner? I personally think, yes, possibly they are. Do they care? Probably not. But, you know, that's up for them to decide. I'm just a fan. I'm, I'm just a fan. Which leads me to my next question. For the longest time, people were saying Bailey versus Sasha should be held off to Mania, and it should main event the show. And if you had asked me earlier this year, I would have said if they could find any way to drag it out, do it. But then it got to a point where it's almost like they were out of ideas, and they sort of rushed the turn, and then they did the match at Hell in a Cell, and I was fine with that. In the end, I was fine with that. 
but ultimately did they did, did they fuck it up did did they by rushing it did they really butcher the fuck out of it potentially because you could have had Sasha win the rumble in the process and go on and do a turn along the road to mania and you know, and do it that way you really could have done that like this year Sasha's a Smackdown superstar she won the Raw Women's title this year to me I don't care if she was tag champ and she was allowed on Raw that is bullshit booking and that's not the talent's fault that's the creative process and it's garbage but at the end of the day, we can only watch what they allow on television. And if we don't like it, well, maybe we should just not watch. And it seems a lot of what's on Raw these days, people are subscribing to that theory and they're turning off. You know, 1.4 million viewers last week. It's disgusting. No wonder the network's not happy. Anyway. In closing, Sasha Banks is arguably already one of the greatest and most successful WWE Women's Champions champions slash superstars of all time. Already at 28, nearly 29. Now her resume, as I read out, stacked top to bottom. Championships, this, that, match of the year, blah, blah, blah. No problems. But does she need that big time one-on-one Wrestlemania win on the resume does she need to tick that box does will it define any part of her her legacy or is she that far entrenched at the top of the totem pole for me it doesn't take away from her legacy if she was to retire tomorrow, she retires as one of the best ever. Is she the best ever? No. But she would be one of. Definitely one of. But she's not going to retire tomorrow. So this time, I, I think she needs, and I think she would want it, that big one-on-one -on -one or big featured match win. I think it should have happened at 32. 32 was prime for her to win. And they and they didn't. They went Charlotte. And that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But making the Divas title the women's title. Big song and dance about it. Charlotte versus Becky versus Sasha. Sasha comes out in the... Excuse me. Eddie Guerrero inspired gear. This, that, the other. Snoop Dogg singing into the ring. All that jazz. That was all geared for her to win and they didn't pull the trigger that was the time for mine and then she could have been one and four who cares people won't remember the other lot they won't remember the losses they'd remember how she pinned charlotte at 32 to become the wwe women's champion that's what they would remember
But as I sit here, she's Norton 5 without a one-on-one -on -one featured match at WrestleMania. As I said, does it tarnish her legacy? Personally, I don't think so. But what say you? Let me know in the comments below. Oh, that's a good time. As I said, Christmas is in four days. It's been a weird and, well, not so wonderful year for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, Christmas is one of those holidays where you got to try and make it as good as you can. So do your part. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Eat lots. Because I plan to do exactly that. Yeah. So everyone from my family to yours have a very safe and happy and merry Christmas and if I'm not back before then have a wonderful new year as well take care stay safe peace